Hello, I'm Natalie Goldberg, and this is Education from an Equal. Thank you for tuning into the recap episode of the second season. Today's episode is going to be a discussion of what I learned over the course of this season, some of the most important things that the people I interviewed discussed, and what you can expect from the third season. In recording this season of Education from an Equal, I feel like I learned a lot about the world, but also about myself in terms of what I believe should be taught in health classrooms. I've had to reconcile my own desires for an extremely radical and all-encompassing curriculum with what the practicality is that I have to apply in determining the sort of curriculum that would be likely to pass in terms of legislation, and one that would be widely accepted by the entire United States, instead of just the incredibly liberal and progressive areas that I tend to inhabit. This is one of the most important things that I learned over the course of this season, the need to understand that even though we might want to move so quickly and include every single detail in these curriculums, we need to remember that change is a progression. I think that in planning for the future and the changes that we can make for the world, we need to consider practicality very highly. I want to take us back to the episode where we interviewed Representative Salinas, and she discussed with us the fact that a nationalized curriculum could prove beneficial, but is likely infeasible that it could actually take hold in the way that so many, including myself, hope. Though Oregon, where I live, is incredibly progressive, states like Texas would push hard to have a blanket curriculum that supports their own values. This is precisely what Erin spoke about in her episode, where she discussed the abstinence-only education in Texas, where she lives, and the fact that Texas might be unwilling to change when it comes to a progressive curriculum. In terms of crafting a curriculum, we need to consider what PJ said about the inclusion of general language when it comes to providing inclusive sex education to queer kids. Teaching the actual mechanics of sex can sometimes be heteronormative, so by emphasizing general safety in classrooms rather than only safety in the context of heterosexual sex, we can provide more help to queer kids. What we have to consider above all in creating a curriculum is the importance of making kids at school feel comfortable by including their narratives in the form that we teach. We need to prioritize the information necessary for the protection and safety of queer and transgender kids because they are the ones often put at the most risk with lacking sex education. As for what we can do in the future, we can think back to Cameron and the hopeful message that she provided in the end of her episode. All you need to do to make change within your school or your community is to garner support from the people around you. Cameron reached out to supportive adults and clubs at her school and was able to then persuade her school board to keep standards that were comprehensive and inclusive rather than get rid of them. If you live in a state that's less supportive, find online communities that can support you in getting the kind of comprehensive sex education that you need, as well as who can provide you support if you feel that your identity is under attack in your current environment. Each of these people that I interviewed provided an important perspective on the process of sex ed from all sides, including the legal aspect, the sort of information that should be included, and what we can personally do to make change. I hope that you took with you the information provided and that you will use it to make change in your own community. If any of you ever want advice from me or help in changing sex ed standards at your school, please feel free to contact me through the podcast's Instagram. As an aside, I want to recommend the show Sex Education on Netflix because I've been watching it and I think it's a great depiction of the sort of radical sex education that I'm sure we all want to see in schools but is not truly feasible. I also want to say thank you so much to every single person who has ever listened to even one minute of my podcast. Over the course of high school, this podcast has truly been my baby and I loved putting out content for all of my listeners. 
Don't worry, though, because education from an equal isn't ending. It's just going to be a little different in the future. Thank you to everyone who has supported me because it truly means the world. Thank you so much for tuning into the recap episode of Education from an Equal Season 2. Thank you so much for all of your support this season. We will be returning later this year with the third season, though it may have a slightly different format. In the meantime, visit the website, www.educationfromanequal.com. And remember to follow the podcast on Instagram, at Education from an Equal Podcast. See you next time on Education from an Equal.